You're listening to Portfolio Builders, a wealth cap holdings podcast about long-term wealth building and financial independence. Here are your hosts, Chris Evans and Taylor Welch. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Portfolio Builders podcast. Uh, This is Devin. I'm going to be your host today. And we have a guest on with us, uh, Jenny. Jenny Fries is one of our lending partners. Um, She's helped quite a few of our investors so far that have been picking up our turnkey deals. And um, just wanted to have her on today and kind of talk about a little bit about what is going on in the market. So thank you so much for joining me today, Jenny. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. We've we've known each other for, gosh, it's probably been six or seven years now um, from when I like first started out as a real estate agent. Um, you know, we've done quite a few transactions and now you're, you're helping our investors uh, that are picking up the deals from WealthCap, which is awesome. So why don't you tell everybody that's, you know, that's tuning in a little bit about your, your background, um, what it is that you do and like the kind of financing that you, that you do with Prime Lending. Okay. Well, I'm Jenny Freeze, NMLS 214014. I want to put that little plug out there for Prime Lending since I'm representing them today. I have been with them for eight years. I've been in the mortgage industry for 15 years. And with Prime Lending, I do everything from primary homes, secondary homes to investment homes. So we have our, the main four, you know, programs with VA, FHA, conventional and USDA. We do the purchases and the refinance and we have construction loans also. But the one thing that's been really neat this year is doing the investment programs and watching the changes, you know, that are going on with that and what is required. And I think it's really important to know that Prime Lending backs everything that they do and they find a way to get loans done. Where companies I've worked with in the past have found reasons to deny loans. Prime Lending is in the business to make loans, which makes it a win-win situation for me and my clients. Right on. Um, So what what is different about an investment loan versus like an owner-occupant loan or a second home loan? Okay, so when you're doing an investment, it's always going to be 20% down is going to be the minimum. Um, The more they put down, obviously, the better the interest rate, but the interest rate is going to be the next key factor is the interest rate is going to be higher on an investment property because it's a more risky loan because you don't know the people who are moving into the properties than a primary or secondary loan would be. Primary and secondary, what I love about prime lending is it's the exact same interest rate if it's your first home or if it's a vacation home. They do not do a difference on the rates. It's only when it becomes an investment property that you see a higher rate. Okay. And that makes sense. I mean, why it would be a higher rate for for the lender or for the bank um, because there's a little bit more risk involved. And, um, you know, something that I wanted to, to talk about along the lines of rates is right now you're helping one of our investors uh, who's he's picking up a deal and he bought another house with us earlier in the year and the interest rate now versus then there's like a huge difference. Can you share with us a little bit like what what has made that happen? Yes. So when we closed our loan back in January, he closed at 5.875. 
And then we closed his second deal on May 28th, and he was at 5.125. And his third investment property is also at 5.125. COVID has a lot to do with what happened because when the market tanked, the rates went down because it became, we had to stimulate the economy. We had to show that we had people that were going out there and were wanting to purchase homes, but they needed a little bit of help because of being laid off. But the difference of it, to give you an example of the loan we're doing, it's $112,000 purchase price, and he's putting 20% down. So at 5.875, he would have paid $530 for principal and interest. At 5.125, he's paying $434. So he's saving $96 a month just by the difference in the interest rate. So if you take the 96 months or the $96 over 360 months, he'll have saved $34,560 if he kept the loan for the entire 30 years. So that's almost $100 a month in savings. So now is a definite great time to buy when the rates are lower. We did see a little bit of movement yesterday and today. They have gotten a little bit higher than what they were Monday and Tuesday, but that's just because now we have other things that are in the market that are going to be factors like your employment numbers are coming out and the housing numbers are coming out. So I'm telling my borrowers today not to lock. Let's get through the weekend and get through Monday and see what the market does next week. Gotcha. So how often is there fluctuation in rates, which, you know, for most of our investors, rates is not as important as just the overall is the, is the property still going to cash flow really well? And oftentimes they will with fluctuation in rates, but how often do they change? Oh, you could have them change once a day. You could have them change seven, eight, nine, ten times. When the market did the first crash, we watched it change like 15 times in one day. It was almost like every 30 minutes the, the pricing was going down. Because when they go down, they go down by an eighth, and then they go down by three eighths, and then they go down by a quarter, and then a half. So they're always constantly moving. We may not see the movements, but this week we've seen them jump. Like I said, we were at 5.125 Monday and Tuesday, and we're at 5.625. So we jumped a half since Tuesday. Wow, that's a lot. But it doesn't mean that they're not going to go back down. We just watch the market. We get a market update. We have a great person who works for Prime Lending, and he sends us, these are all the things you're looking at. These are all of the things that have happened, and we're expecting a price worsening. So if we have those loans that are out there, we can try to get them locked real quick before the price worsening happens. But the great thing about Prime Lending, we have what's called a float down option. So let's say that we lock their rate at 53 and the rate goes down 0.375, I can lower it at no cost to them. So we can always lower it up to 0.375 if the rates go down because we want to pass our savings that we're getting onto our borrowers. That's awesome. Um, So another thing that I know is going on in this particular case with this client that, you know, you're helping right now is that there are more like more or different documents that you're needing from him this time versus a couple months ago. So can you maybe share with us, like, how often does that part change? Like the, the requirements, um, the documentation that's needing, that's, that's needed to go, um, you know, to go into somebody's loan. Does that change frequently? Not normally. I mean, I've been here eight years and I don't see crazy big swings like we did back in 07 and 08 when the market crashed that very first time. And then we watched it just everything became hard to do. Um, We saw the first COVID 
uh, March 31st was the first time that we saw it where interest rates or um, credit scores actually were impacted. So I used to be able to go down to a 580 credit score on an FHA loan if it made sense, you know, financially to the company. Now we're at a 640. So it's one of those things we watched where the credit scores were impacted. So all the people who I had approved with a 580 credit score to a 639 are no longer able to. So now I'm having to get with them to walk them through it. When it comes to the investment side, the thing that has changed is the profit and loss. We've always needed a profit and loss on business owners. But now we need a profit and loss from what they did in 2019 because there are people out there that haven't filed their taxes or waiting until July to file them when they're actually due, you know, from the government. But we now need it from January through May. We have to have it within 30 days of the application date. That's something that we did not require on either of his other two loans. We did not need that profit and loss statement. We're in the second quarter of the year. So now we're going to need that profit and loss statement. And we have to be able to show that they're making the exact same amount or more than what they made the year before, or it's considered a declining income. The issue with COVID is there were a lot of businesses that were impacted. Now, the good thing about our, our borrower right now is his business was not impacted by COVID. He's actually made more money than what he had made last year during this mm -hmm. time. That's crazy. So you think that change is just, it's just related to COVID when and you may not know the answer to this, I'm just asking if, <laughs> since those changes have come up because of COVID and, you know, everything just getting weird, do you think that will stay in place for a while? Or do you think that, you know, in a few months, they won't care so much? We're hoping have no idea. Yeah, we're hoping, I mean, you don't okay. have a magic eight ball. You don't know exactly what's going to happen. But right sure. now, everything that's happening with, you know, Fanny and Freddie is they're saying, hey, we've had these people, especially servers or people that they're impacted, their livelihoods, you know, just stopped. And they've been living on unemployment and unemployment's been paying them two and three times more than what they had ever made. And so they're not wanting to go back to work. How long are they not going to want to go back to work before you start seeing the the effects it's going to have in the economy. So right now we have to play it by people aren't working. We have to go by what the unemployment rate is. We have to go by what the housing market rate is. And right now for financial risk, raising the credit scores and making some of the changes on self-employed borrowers are going to be the biggest thing that's going to help us from making not good wise investments with borrowers. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and you know, there are, of course, there are a lot of people that are, that are hurting and that's, really unfortunate. A lot of, um, you know, our other businesses are actually thriving and we have seen a huge increase in investors wanting to move their money, um, you know, into these rental properties because they see it as a, as a safe long-term, you know, long-term investment to have their money where it's going to cash flow even with their the volatility that's that's in the market. Um, so in addition to kind of rates bumping up and down and some extra documentation that's being needed, um, are there any other like major effects that you've noticed because of COVID and just how weird things have been for the last couple months that we haven't talked about? Not at all. The profit and loss statement and the credit scores are going to be the only two that we have really seen that have impacted any of my loans. But I try to get everything up front before um, you ever write a contract. 
I've reviewed their tax returns, bank statements, pay stubs. We're seeing any hiccups and overcoming anything that could be an obstacle before you ever get them. Because once they're under contract, I want to be able to close in 30 to 45 days, depending on the property and everything on it. So watching the little things, the borrowers so far have not, you know, been upset by having to have the extra documentation they completely understand and they completely know and couple months when they go to buy another home, it may not need that. They may not need the items that they're needing now. So makes total sense. Um, yeah. And like we talked about in the beginning, you know, Jenny, uh, Jenny works for, with prime lending. Uh, so you are really only doing Fannie and Freddie loans, right? That is correct. Yes. Okay. Um, most of our clients kind of fall into that bucket, but I think it's important to let people know, like, this is just one of the many lending buckets that's out there. Uh, not everybody can can do a traditional loan. It's not always the best fit for, for anybody. So, um, you know, some of the information that you heard here, it may not apply if you're somebody who's looking at a commercial loan or, you know, a totally different, um, a totally different kind of financing. But um, I think that was really, really valuable information. If if anybody is listening to this and they wanted to kind of learn more about the things that you shared about what affects, you know, the mortgage, the mortgage industry, the mortgage market, are there like certain resources that you like to listen to or read to get more information? Or is there any place some, that you would suggest somebody go if they wanted to learn more about, about the industry? I would tell them to call me. There is so much misinformation. I know it sounds crazy. There's so much misinformation for me to say this is a website we use. I I refuse to get any information from any websites. I go straight to the person in our company who is hired and all they do is what the market is doing. So everything that they have, they've taken everything and compiled it and said, this is what's happening. We're seeing that the rates are probably going to rise or we're seeing that they're going to get better or they tell us exactly what the market is doing for us to be able to share with our borrowers. Um, a lot of borrowers were told, hey, while you're not working, stop paying your mortgage and let's go ahead and just add those payments to the end of it. Well, now those people who want to take advantage of the low interest rates can't because they have four missed payments. They were never told that they're going to hit your credit report showing you haven't made a payment in four months. They just made oh, it wow. sound like, hey, I'm trying to save you money. So you have people who have been misinformed because somebody on the internet said, hey, my bank said I could put four. Well, it's it's only for the people that really actually need it. And so going out to the internet, yes, the internet is a plethora of great information if you use it correctly, but it also can hurt you in the long run. Totally. I totally agree with that. I know like how many times I'm doing a loan with you or any of our other lenders and I'm just constantly asking like, is this okay or not okay? Because I don't, I can't possibly keep up with all, with all the rules and I've done, you know, hundreds of transactions as an agent and as a, a coordinator here with WealthCap, uh, but they're just, you know, they're always changing. So I think that's really great advice to to reach out. Um, do you want to share like your website? So if anybody listening wants to reach out and see if maybe they could qualify for a loan, the best way to get in touch with you? Yes. My website is just my name. It's www.jennyfreeze.com, which is J-E-N-N-Y. F-R-I-E-Z-E.com, or they can reach me on my cell phone. It sounds crazy. I'm not that typical eight to five Monday through Friday lender. Questions happen when you have them, not when I want them to happen. You know, on a traditional, I'm in my four walls and I don't go out anywhere. 
but my cell phone's 417-332-7590. Okay, awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for, for joining me today and sharing a little bit about, you know, what's new in the mortgage market. And um, I'm sure we will have you on again as things change in a couple months and uh, we need another update. So thank you guys for, for listening to the podcast today. Um, if you're interested in, in finding out more about, you know, what it looks like to pick up a deal from us, kind of like we were talking about, you can get to my calendar by visiting wealthcapholdings.com dot com backslash waitlist and we'll walk you through that process and if you need help with lending I will connect you with Jenny or one of our other partners um, as the as might be the appropriate case for you. So thanks everybody and we'll we'll see you next week. Thanks Devin. Thanks for listening. Discover how you can start building wealth with real estate even without experience in our free book. Why real estate and how to get started by visiting wealthcapholdings.com slash book. That's wealthcapholdings.com slash book.